Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kadiohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Nobody wants to admit to being deceived. It doesn't feel good to know that you've been duped. And today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that deception runs wild. Satan uses distractions more than anything else to deceive nations. Nations, not just people. Don't get swept up in the narrative of the day. Focus on Christ and His return. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 8, 2022. Nice try, though. <laughs> you you kind of got away with that for a little while, didn't you? Trying to keep people from coming to church. And then when you let people go to church... They couldn't sing. They couldn't hug. Come on. Number two, the upcoming midterm elections here in the U.S. Again, please don't email me. I mean, this is a distraction. This is a distraction to get us to look over here, and what about them, and this candidate, and that candidate. By the way, let me go on record, because this is an issue. We from this pulpit in this God's church will not promote a political campaign. So don't ask us about that, okay? And here's why. (sighs) Let me preface it. If God has called you in the political arena, you best be found doing that which God has called you to do. But from this pulpit, we are not going to promote a political candidate. Oh, but yeah, they're pro this, anti that, brother in Christ, praise the Lord. But my calling as a pastor, which is my privilege to be, is to preach the Word. Period, not comma. And if you've been coming here for any length of period of time, first of all, thank you. (laughs) But secondly, um, I'm out of this game. I quit playing. I quit playing the game. And oh, the peace. Thank you, Capono. I surrender all. Oh, man. I'm so free. I'm so free. I'm out of the game. Go ahead, you guys, because you you guys are fighting. I just, no thank you. You're all arguing and divided. No thank you. A house divided, Jesus said, cannot stand. 
The left and the right are two wings on the same phoenix rising from the ashes of chaos. Now, I, I, I quit. I, that's it. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing anymore. When this will be the last thing, and I've got to say this, and I believe I have the Lord's permission to say this, and you'll forgive the strength with which I say this, but when are we, we, I'll include myself, as Christians, going to finally realize that no matter who we elect in office, what, that's the Savior? Oh man, if we could just get so-and-so elected, it's all going to be good. Peace, peace. Happy days are here again. I, is that too much? Sorry. Uh, didn't we already do that like 30 years ago, and then 20 years ago, and then... Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Again, please don't email me. <laughs> Number three, this is a distraction. The ongoing war with Russia and Ukraine. I have to say that something doesn't smell right here with this one. Something just doesn't quite seem right here with this one. What a distraction. We talked about this a little while back. Very interesting. The abrupt shift in the narrative. It was like overnight. All of a sudden now, you're like, wait, what? Oh, 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 oh we're going to talk about this now. Oh, what about what about COVID and the injections and the restrictions, and the, which is coming up, by the way, that's one of the lists. No, no, we want you to look over here now. Russia, Ukraine, whoa! You'll forgive me again, but if I see that Zelensky's face one more time, I don't know what I'm going to do. What in the world? He's a, who, uh... Yeah, but Pastor J.D., other prophecy teachers are talking about Ezekiel 38 and Gog, and okay, great, bring it on! but it's being used as a distraction. How about number four? <laughs> this is interesting. I, I was uh, quite astonished with this one. The announcement of the return of free speech with Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter. I'm going to lose a lot of Twitter followers again. Actually, the last time was like 5,000 overnight, just boom. I don't know if they got deleted or if they just, you know, left Twitter, but... <laughs> Do you really think, oh, so now Elon Musk is the, the hero. No need to fear. Elon Musk is here. Free speech is back. Happy days are here again. Okay, go ahead and post something on Twitter, on Elon Musk's Twitter. Let's see how that works out for you. Come on. This is, by the way, the same guy that wants to put a computer chip in your brain. So have a nice afternoon and happy Mother's Day. It's a distraction. Number five, lifting of COVID restrictions and mask mandates. You know, let me just simply say that we still get requests almost every day for exemption letters, of which we've sent out over 100,000 
In fact, I'm going to share a powerful testimony today in this regard. Oh, interesting. So all of a sudden now, and very abrupt, they start lifting the, we talked about one of the reasons, I believe, is to get us to go out and spend money we don't have and pay ten times more for items that the store might not have. It's all part of the controlled demolition of the current economy. Number six, the Johnny Depp courtroom trial. Man, this is serious. Thank you for laughing. Are you kidding me right now? Well, it goes with number seven. I might as well just kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the recent Oscars. Kate, you know they're actors, right? Actors? You know what actors do? I know this is deeply profound. They act. It's all an act. It's all a show. Why? They want to distract you. Why? Because they're deceiving you. So they got to keep you from looking over here. No, 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 look over there. Look over here. Boy, Johnny Depp, I did, he's really aged. I could, but I won't because time doesn't permit. Number eight, the continuing investigation of Hunter Biden and his laptop. I'm going to end it right there. Question. What are all of these aforementioned distractions and the many more like them distracting us from? Answer. The demonic deception that leads to death and destruction globally. All the nations on earth. That's even now all beginning to happen. You probably didn't hear about this, so I'm going to tell you about it. When all of this was happening, and Johnny Depp and all this stuff, Pfizer did another document dump, as they refer to it. You didn't hear about it, did you? They don't want you to hear about it. They want you to talk about, well, what's, the, what's going on with Johnny Depp? What's going on with this? What's going on with that? Did you hear that, that Will Smith got like banned from the Oscars for 10 years? No, no, yes. So this deception, this demonic deception of this sorcery pharmaceutical solution that's still killing people, by the way. In fact, it could be argued that more people are dying from this thing than they were before. Because it's a, it's a ticking time bomb. The clock started ticking. And people are dying. But don't, we'll, let's talk about Johnny Depp. Remember that movie, that one he was in? It's already happening. Closer you get to the AC, the more you feel the cold. Closer you get to the seven-year tribulation, the more you're going to see this kind of stuff. That which we're told happens in the seven-year tribulation, specifically in the book of Revelation, 
concerning the global population, it's already beginning to come to pass. And it's for this reason that the Savior would repeatedly warn about that which is coming upon the entire world prior to its fulfillment. John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 29. It's also in chapter 13. Jesus speaking. He says, now I have told you before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. In chapter 13, he says that you may believe I am. In other words, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen before it happens, so when it begins to happen, you'll believe that I am the way, the truth, and the life. In Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, verse 28, Jesus speaking again. Now, when these things, key word, begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. I mean, amongst the most, if not the most, comforting and encouraging passages of Scripture for the Christian, knowing that you're watching everything that's happening in the world, and it means one thing. (laughs) In fact, you might want to start, you know, looking up, because He's coming, and your redemption draws near. I want to end with Revelation 3.10 for this reason. It is so encouraging, written to a church, and it applies to us today as the church. Jesus has John write to the Church of Philadelphia, And he says to them, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world, all the nations on earth, to test those who dwell on the earth. Did you catch that? I mean, to me, there are specific proof passages of a pre-tribulation rapture, and this is one of them. This is the seven-year tribulation that's going to come upon the whole world, and I'm going to keep you from that. I'm going to take you out before that. You will not go through that. You won't be here for that because I'm going to keep you from that. You got a problem with that? You better take it up with Jesus, because He said that. Okay, here's the bottom line. We're either going to be numbered amongst those who are distracted and deceived, or among those who believed. That's really what it boils down to. At the end of the day, as we say, that's all that matters. It's going to come down to this. Either you believed Jesus, or you didn't believe Jesus. 
And when that trumpet sounds, those who believe in and are followers of Jesus Christ are going to be caught up in the twinkling of an eye. Dead in Christ are going to rise first. Can't wait to see my daughter Noelle. We just celebrated her memorial. She would have been 16 years old. My mom, all of those loved ones, you guys, they're going to have their glorified bodies. They're going to rise first. And then we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up to meet Him in the air. This is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we end with the simple childlike explanation of salvation with the ABCs of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, because absent the admission of sin, why would you need a Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 is the sentencing phase, if I can say it like that. What's the penalty for sin? Well, the wages of sin is death. It's the death penalty. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then the B, which is really central, just believe, simply believing in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, very simply, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen seals the deal. All who call upon the name of the Lord, and I want you to listen to this word, will, not might, not could, not should, will be saved. That's it? Yeah. That simple? Yeah. Aren't you glad? I am. I'm glad it's childlike simple. Well, I want to share this but God testimony. It comes from Donna, who writes, Dear Pastor Farag, Last year the so-called Christian hospital that my son-in-law worked for mandated the jab. My son-in-law got a deferral letter from his pastor and from his cardiologist. The hospital accepted these letters. Short time later an email was sent out stating that they were not there to make it comfortable for the unvaccinated. And starting Monday the unvaccinated would be required to submit to a weekly nasal swab. He asked if the vaccinated would be required to have weekly nasal swabs as well, and was told no. He then told them that he would be refusing the swabs, because the vaccinated were still able to contract and spread the virus, and he felt they were discriminating against him due to his religious beliefs. 
They then offered a weekly spit test, which the vaccinated were still not required to take. My son-in-law again refused, at which time the hospital, Christian hospital, gave him 30 days off without pay. A few days into his 30 days, the CEO of the hospital called him and told him that the hospital was downsizing and they were eliminating his position. He was given an eight-month severance package. Our family was praying that he could find another job in health care, but without the jab, possibility looked bleak, but God. I heard your sermon on March 27th about how we limit the almighty hand of our almighty God. I realized I was praying too small. I wasn't digging enough ditches, casting enough nets, or shooting enough arrows. I started praying, already thanking God for the job he had prepared for him in the healthcare field. My son-in-law's severance pay and family health insurance was due to run out on May 13th. That's this week. Praise God. He started his new job at a secular hospital on May 2nd, last week, and is not required to get the jab. God is so good, and His timing is perfect. Thank you, God, and thank you, Pastor Farag, for your timely Holy Spirit-inspired messages. Sincerely, Donna Cole from Illinois. Well, I appreciate your patience. Let's pray, if you would, please join with me. Father, so thankful to you, really impossible to adequately thank you enough. First of all, Lord, (laughs) thank you for the simplicity of the gospel, the good news of salvation. Thank you that you are coming, that our redemption does draw nigh. Lord, thank you for telling us what the world's going to look like before it happens, so that when it begins to happen, we will look up as believers, knowing our redemption draws nigh. Lord, I want to pray for anyone that might be here today or watching online, that has never called upon your name, believing in their heart, putting their trust in you. Lord, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation, and that they would not put off the most important decision of their life for eternal life. Please, Lord, I I pray this. I pray this in Jesus' name, knowing that if we ask anything according to your will, we can have that which we ask for. I know you won't violate people's will, but please, God, For those who are not saved, Lord, I pray for their salvation before it's too late, please. And for those of us that know you, been walking with you, are looking for you, Lord, strengthen and encourage that weary heart with these words, as Paul would say that you're coming, you're coming soon, sooner than we could possibly imagine. Lord, come quickly, Maranatha, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. 
If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.